What is up, internets? Welcome to Randy King Podcast number four. We have an excellent guest on this week as well. Again, another debate show. So as you know from the first three episodes, assuming you're watching them, unless this is the first time you've come into the show, how this works is this show is a debate show. I firmly believe that we are losing the art of debate in the world. People cannot disagree and then be friends at the end of the argument. So what this podcast is for is to bring back the art of debate. So I'm going to bring on all of my smart friends. I'm going to pigeonhole them into an opinion. So they have to use that opinion for the entire debate show. Then they're going to promo their stuff. And then of course, at the end, we'll have final thoughts. Unfortunately, final thoughts is only available on Patreon. So if you want to jump onto my Patreon, Randy King Live, feel free to jump on that. The debate will, of course, be entirely free. But if you want to hear our final thoughts and where we were arguing our points and our actual opinion, that'll be on the final thoughts portion of the show. So how this works, rule number one is we start as friends, we leave as friends. So me and Rick have been friends for a very long time. Uh, Rick is one of my favorite people. Uh, of course, all the first like 15, 20 absolutely my favorite people. Then we'll get other people on that I don't really know that much. Um, number two is you're not allowed to do a logic fallacy. There's 15 logic fallacies I have listed on the board beside me. Rick got them emailed to himself as well. If somebody's caught in one of these fallacies, has not happened yet, then we're going to take a page out of Rory Miller's ConCom book. You take a deep breath. You apologize to the person. I'm sorry, I got a little heated there. And then you give them a compliment. Rick, your glasses are stylish as hell, right? So that's going to be the compliment or whatever. And then we that I would, if I did the mistake, I would give up my turn in the debate and let the other person talk. So it's really important that we, we debate properly. We don't want to use any logic fallacies when we're doing this for the show. Uh, Viewers at home, this is the the interactive part is if you catch Rick or myself or any guest on the show in a logic fallacy that we didn't catch, video yourself telling me the fallacy, point it out, and I will pay for that punishment in push-ups. So every time you catch us, because maybe we're being too nice to each other, I will do a video where I'm thanking you, I'll plug your stuff, and I will do push-ups in order to amend it so I can learn. Awesome. So on the show today is Rick Wilson of Wilson Practical Defense. Um, let Rick talk to you about his credentials, and then we'll get right into the debate. Rick, hey. welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Randy. Thanks for having me here. Of course. Uh, as Randy said, my name is Rick Wilson. I run a website called Wilson Practical Defense, wpd-rcs.com. I also am an author. I now have two books out. First one is Now You See It, Now You Don't. Uh, using empty space for self-defense with a great forward written by a guy called Randy King. Never heard of him. <laughs> Never heard of him. My first book was called Watch Out for the Pointy End, which is all about knife defense. And I wrote it because I was doing a seminar at the Alberta Peace Office Conference in 2017. And I had a manual and I started expanding that and it just kind of fell into a book. So I decided, well, why not do that? I also offer seminars in both those subjects. Awesome. And again, at the end of the show, we'll give you all this contact information and stuff like that so you can get a hold of Rick. Uh, read the forward of the book. If you don't believe I think you should train with Rick, I 100% do. Uh, I wish I had more opportunity, but so famous, I'm always gone, so I can't <laughs> train as much as I'd like to. Uh, all right, Rick. So the topic we discussed was, are patterns necessary for modern training? Correct? Correct. What and they side are. Okay. What? Okay. So, what I was going to ask? What side of the debate are you taking? You are taking. You're taking pro. I'm taking pro. Okay. So Rick is going to take I like pro. I'll be on the right side. 
already coming already coming out already coming out with fire yeah that's gotta be that's gotta be on here what is it a uh, number 15 the overconfident yeah. hockey clause no yeah, uh, i know i threw it in there on purpose i love it i love it um so as listeners, as listeners, viewers, we have video now, uh, how it works is it's a 20-minute debate. Rick will start with an opening argument because he is the guest. Then I will come with a counterpoint. I want to remind you, I am pigeonholing both of us on purpose for this debate to our opinion. Even if we don't actually intrinsically believe the opinion, the goal is to maybe say something or do something to make us both rethink this debate. And then again, you'll find it on final thoughts. So... I'm putting the clock in front of me so I can see it. I'm hitting start. Rick, opening remarks. Hey, forums are absolutely necessary to deepen your study. Can you do self-defense without it? Well, you know, maybe. But the thing is, when you want to learn something deeply, you have to get rid of all the crap that surrounds it. A boxer shadow boxes. Why? He can hit a pad with it. He can hit a person with it. But they want to leave out all the crap that surrounds it so they can get down to contemplation. And if you read anything in good, solid, deep Chinese martial arts, you must have contemplation. If you don't contemplate it, you'll never get to the truth of it. You have to think about it. The other thing you want to do is like meditation. When you learn to meditate first, you're in a nice quiet room with all these little bells and whistles around you. And that because you can't do it, but later you should be able to do it right in the middle of a mall. If you can't do it in the middle of a mall, you can't do it. But first, you've got to strip away all the chaos to get to the ability to do it. There's a lot more to it than that, but we'll open with that one. Sure. All right. So I feel like you're red herring to me there a little bit. So red herring means uh, something not relevant to the topic that changes the topic. And you kind of drop meditation in there, which is not That's really not a red herring. And it's absolutely necessary to illustrate sure. illustrate the point of getting rid of the chaos to give okay. you something that you might relate to. Second point, then, is you said shadow boxing. Shadow boxing is not a form. It's free, free form play. So would you yes, consider free, that a form? I think it's a, an element of form uh, okay. because what you want to do is practice the elements of it. You're right. It's not a set form. Yes. And so I, you know, could it be considered form? But I think what it shows is the essence of it. Of getting rid of the chaos. Sure. All right. I'm gonna do my opening statement now because I, I really want everything to be clear because the question because I'm new I send the topic out right so sometimes we get somewhere like on the last show with Mukai uh, our power generation was not clearly stated and I was like half my argument was thrown away so uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna try to codify this a little bit more so when I say form I mean memorizing and learning a set pattern of movements can we agree on that? Okay. Fair okay enough. Cool. So then my counter argument is I am a huge research nerd. As you know, we had a great discussion recently uh, over coffee, um, epiphanies. I firmly believe that patterns and forms were the instruction manual for the system for when people left the place they were at. So our system does this. We emphasize this. This is the way we chain things together. This is what makes our system, which is why there's so many forms. I believe with the invention of video in your pocket, there is no need for us to have a physical representation of what the masters meant in a book when there is the live video of the technique. Frequently, I see people break parts of the technique out and work just that part. You don't need this anymore. You don't need to have a sequence of events and or memory checks because we can film everything. So there's no need for us to go through a system of body mechanics and movements when we could just isolate those movements because we can real time see what the instructor wanted. Rick. Okay. 
<clears throat> two points on that. Yes. I guess the first one is, it depends on your, you know, from my system in Uwechi Ru Karate Jutsu, Mm-hmm. Kanban Weichi, when he taught forms, he would teach he would teach it in pieces. So you right. did the form and then you studied it. Only when in a demonstration would they link them together. Mm-hmm. So the value of the form is doing the parts of it. When you're doing a part of a form, you should be doing just that part and you move on to the next part. The right. value of the form is this library, not only of movement, but of principles. And the value of the form is the contemplation of what you're doing. If you're not right. listening to what your body is doing as you're doing the movements, if you're just whipping through them, you won't get what you want. You have to listen to it. And the value of it is to learn what your body's doing, how it's presented, how you're moving. Can you feel tactically what it is you're supposed to be performing? And one of the values of that is I believe when you're in a conflict, you have to read the other person's body. You have to know their balance, their structure immediately on that contact before you can go. But you'll never do that if you don't even know where the heck your own body is. And the way to learn that best is through set form practice. So I guess then, let me clarify. Uh, I, so uh, I got to debate my point. That's a good point. Um, <laughs> debating my point, final thoughts. So uh, disagree. Be <laughs> Disagree. <laughs> because um, I think that there's no need for that sequence of form at all. So what I mean by form is like learning from step one to step three to get your black belt. You need to know this form of, of movement. I think that's hyper unnecessary nowadays because all we need is the breakout portions. You can honestly, you can get that deep practice, that contemplation you're talking about. You can get that from a video and just do it slow motion and think your way through. There's no need for you to do a specific sequence of events in order to gain the benefit from that. Oh, you're so wrong. Okay, go ahead. Yeah, tell me. Tell no, me. that's good. Okay. <laughs> in the form, when you're doing a form, you should have a set of principles you're following. Mm-hmm. You should have a set of actual checkpoints in the form to know that you're doing the right thing at the right moment. If there's nothing set there, yeah. then there's no checkpoints. You right. can be so way off on your balance, so way off on your movements, and never know because you never have a self-correction point. But what what is right and wrong? You're making up like attackers coming from random directions. Most people lose the essence of the form because they're doing it in the air. They don't even know why they're doing it. So how can you self-correct if you don't even know the premise when you could find the premise out with a clip of a video, then spar it out, then think it out? You cannot get that from a clip of a video the essence of what you feel in your body. And yeah, you need an instructor yeah. to tell you what you're supposed to be learning in the form. Right. But if you need to know your balance, if you need to feel your balance, if you need to feel your power generation, are you emptying your foot and moving? You need a form to do that. You need, and like take the, the form, one of the forms I study as a version of the practical method, Chen Tai Chi. Sure. And in that, I like that one because Hong created it for fighting. And okay. although the Yilu form is not a fighting form, only yeah. Canon Fist is, Yilu is uh, all the principles. But in there, you have self checkpoints of okay. whether I am doing the right thing. A- am I moving right? Have I gone, moved my center properly? Mm-hmm. If there's just, hey, just do whatever the hell you want, yeah. then you won't have those self correction points. And the only way to learn is those self correction points. And when you get stripped of chaos, you can find those. So that's excellent point. Uh, you are a 
outlier in this though i think that most forms are taught with just do the movements as you do them when i personally i know i'm making this a little bit personal it's kind of incorrect but i can only speak from my experience uh when i learned the form there was no point where i was taught a self-correction point there was no point where they're like oh this is where you think it was just do this form for your next belt right so but in that Yes. Okay, in that, and you have to go back a little bit because when uh, I think the teaching of the forms may have evolved more because you have to realize that coming from Asia, those Asian arts, it really was watch and learn. Yes. Don't ask a question. Don't let, I'm not going to tell you, you're supposed to learn it yourself. Right. And part of that was the fact that over here, a lot of people want to be taught. They want to be taught. They don't want to learn. Yeah. Interesting. They be okay. taught. And back then, uh, you were saying do it and do it and do it and you'll learn to do it right because you mm -hmm. have all the other training that you're doing to supplement the fact that you're should be moving in this way and doing this way and moving faster and moving uh, aggressively or however you want to get that physical expression and if you can do that the way they want to see it you get your rank so what you're talking about is mastery the only way to gain mastery is through form i'm talking for self-defense is there a need for it seems like that is an ancient training paradigm that takes way longer than it needs to you could juice that and make it way more effective to make people better quicker so that's where i'm saying the four might be the age of the dodo like it could go away now because plenty of people could get high level skill with a decent coach and video content uh to have that they don't need to memorize this sequence anymore because the goal of the coach isn't do it till you figure it out the goal is to help you figure it out Okay, okay. What I see is this. And sure. I, maybe I'm God. I'm going to this. This. I'm on another topic thing. But briefly, I see that you've got um, a bad guy pyramid. Okay? Mm -hmm. Sure. And you've got three percent at the top. Yeah. You can teach what the way you're saying and get partway up the pyramid. Yeah. Okay. And a lot of people do that, and it's good enough. Yep. And, and I don't believe in good enough. Right. But why? It's never good enough because I don't train for the bottom part of the pyramid. I train for those 3% and I figure I'll get the 97% if I do that. And that's the difference that you can teach this, but to really get good at what you're doing, to really get good at body mechanics, you have to feel it. Yeah. And you have to have that moment to feel it. You have to feel it in your feet. You have to, Moshe Feldenkrais said why he loved judo was because you did it in bare feet. Right. And so you can learn that. But you're not going to learn that when somebody's taking a swing at you. Correct. You're going to learn it and then take it to them. Right. And that's why you need forms. But the essence of self-defense is the bottom of the pyramid. Because you, you, you did a job that wasn't a force professional, even as a job that I was a force professional. I'm just pointing this out. This is not attack on personality ad hominem. Everybody, I'm not doing that. So I'm pointing out that I'm not making that mistake. But so... There's no like self-defense in essence is the 90 is those people below because like unless you are a uh, an entry specialist or you're doing a physical job, you're not going to run into that 3% very likely like the odds of a high level like a high level professional predator with training picking on a random person is exceptionally low. They're they're, they're not dumb. They're not going to be like, what's up, random human. So I think, again, when it comes to self-defense, which was specifically in the topic. There's no need for forms because you're not going to need to deal with that. Go ahead, Rick. I see you're waiting. You're waiting. You're waiting for it. I'm waiting for it. Waiting for it because shut sure, up, Randy. <laughs> sure, a weekend seminar. Go ahead. Yeah. But self-defense, for from my view, and I can only say this, is a lifelong pursuit. Right. That's I'm going to get better. 
Ah, but you should be going for mastery in self-defense. Why wouldn't you master the art of self-defense? So you're saying everybody that learns first aid has to become a doctor? I'm learning what I'm saying. Uh, I'm asking okay. my question. <laughs> what I'm saying is if you're talking self-defense rather than diverting that fallacy to another topic that's not related, <laughs> yeah. then what are we talking about self-defense? Yeah, uh, you know, I can't argue if I'm going to go to a weekend seminar, am I going to learn the things to master the art? No, yeah. I'm going to learn good things, but I'm not going to learn the things to master the art of self-defense. That's why I'm talking about, I think, the flaw of good enough. Right. Okay? It isn't good enough to prepare for the bottom of the pyramid. I yeah, it me. may be a bad day when I hit that 3%, but God, I'd like to be ready when I do. Right. But again, odds are right. This is such a, this is such a trope in martial arts. And it, this is, you're hitting one of my buttons. So I got to keep calm on this. This is a, this is such a trope that like everybody who's going to get you as an ancient former Navy SEAL assassin who wants to kill your family. And that's just, it's just plainly not true. And that's what you're saying. You need to train. <laughs> no, the th no you are. You're no, saying you no, need no, to train no, no, the 3%. No, no. That's what listen you said. What I'm, listen to what I'm saying. Go. I said, if you train for the 3%, you're prepared right. for the 97%. Oh, I, see. I see. Okay, okay. I, I, I agree. I agree. The fear-based, oh, this is going to be this 300-pound guy, and you've got this 90-pound crackhead coming at you. Well, yeah. like, I mean, you know. Uh, you know. I just think if you're, if you're working on a job site, spending time learning open-heart surgery isn't going to help you in the environment that you're in. That's mastery. That's why I use the example of, I'm not switching the topic, but I'm using the example to switch out of martial arts. Oh uh, yeah, you're pulling my own argument on me from back right. then. <laughs> well, it's true though. And it's, it's a common argument. First aid, like self-defense is first aid. It's just the simple stuff you need to know. There is no need for you to learn how to diagnose leukemia if you're just doing first aid. That's the 3% to me. There's If I learn self-defense and I take a course or whatever, obviously more training is better. But if I take a course or something, I just want to be like, okay, I just want to go to, I'm going to Mexico in five weeks. What, what's right? your definition of self-defense? My definition of self-defense is uh, using the skills that you have with the reality that you have. So most people that I – so I'm not teaching high-level military people. So they don't need to get super deep mastery. I'm teaching person going on vacation, right? Well, I'm they going shouldn't get better? I'm not saying they shouldn't get better. I'm saying – But if they could get better doing a form, why wouldn't they use that? Because they don't have the time. They're going to Mexico in two weeks. A form is so a so learn a simple 24 movement form. That's not hard. You can do that. I, I would rather teach them situational awareness and how to physically hit something. They get them going through a sequence of patterns that might not even occur in the place they're at. Honest, the sequence of that's where people make a mistake too. The sure. sequence of sure. movements yeah. isn't okay. okay. I'm gonna throw this at you here, and no. I'm maybe on that diversion thing. I have yeah. if I if I have a plant, a flower plant. I have roots. I have a stem, and I have a flower. Yes. Okay. What flower comes out, which is all the different movements, sure. is really immaterial to the strength of the root and the stem. Okay. In the Yulu form of Chen Tai Chi, the practical method, you're actually doing the same thing, but you're expressing it differently, just as different techniques show you the principles just expressed in a different way. Yeah. And to me, you say, okay, I don't have all the time to do it. Let me ask you, does everybody always have a partner? No. Then what do they do on their own? Sit, uh, they watch should a be. video. They could, yeah. but they, they could, could do a form, or they could uh, lift weights and get their cardio up, right? Like that's also a good. Oh, idea. but yeah, but they won't get the the 
uh, the same balance, the same movement, the sure. same thing that they can apply to self-defense. But is it needed? I don't think it yeah, is. Yeah, absolutely it's needed. You think it's needed? That's fair. I think one of the things I find, and I'll bring my personal thing, is when I touch people, I, I sense all of a sudden their imbalances and yes. their structural weaknesses. I felt that. So, so for me, I don't want any of those. And I find I get more of that from doing forms and then taking it into testing. I, th I feel that you... <laughs> You uh, are definitely the the model that you're using is everybody should be a lifelong person, and I just that's not that's not ninety percent of the people. Like, what's the stat of people that make black belt, right? So, if you're teaching self defense, well, your school was more successful than mine. Well, so okay, it's, it's, it's fair. I'm sorry, the, I should have saved that for the end. <laughs> but the, the uh, no, no, the, uh, the 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 time in ratio. So, like to me, it's. How much info do I have for the time invested? If I only have you for X amount of time, forms are a waste of time. If you're here and you want to get mastery, so competence, gaining competence versus gaining mastery. I agree, gaining mastery, becoming a full martial artist, there is there might be a place for forms. I still don't really think so because I have to argue my point. On this side, uh, on the competence side, that's where self-defense lives is competence, right? You're not going to teach uh, police officers in a three-week DT course, uh, the Chen style form. It's just not going to happen. You need to work just the gritty stuff they're going to see. Go ahead, Rick. Okay. <laughs> Maybe this might not quite fit into the pigeonhole of the form I was put at, but I'm going to throw ah, it in. Ah, anyway. pigeonhole. <laughs> okay. Many years ago, one of the best videos I saw on gun disarmament was by some military guys. Okay. And they would go through the movement for this gun disarm against whatever this was and then he would step aside and say here is your solo practice of that movement that you need to do so mm. you can do it right against an active partner and you're calling that a form i'm calling that a form <laughs> uh, okay okay i should be clear on the definitions because i didn't say that wasn't the definition so i can't say it isn't it was now. a set movement ah, yeah 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 okay all right but yet, that was for strictly for down and dirty self i mean gun disarmament for strictly self-defense and he would teach it and he taught it because he knew you would not always have a partner right but do you need to memorize that or can you just take a video of that person doing it and then just work it there's no need to memorize that and then make that part of the grading there's no need to say like, you can't do self-defense if you don't know this form i can just video that form that his drill because i would call that a drill not a form but i didn't make that clear so i'm going with you here uh i, I would video tape the best yeah. basketball player in the world doesn't mean I'm going to do it. But you, but I agree. have to do it myself and get used to the movement. I agree, and I'm saying they're still going to do it, but they got it from the coach. So they could have instead of instead of him making them memorize the sequence, he could have video sent them a video, and they could have practiced the sequence without using any memory. They could have still they're still going to do it. They just don't need to memorize the sequence properly, right? They don't I, need to have in their head all the time because they're training a neuromuscular skill. They can have a video reference. I think you. I think no. I I would. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think if you need to reference a video yep. to, to to practice, yeah. even quick and dirty self defense. Yeah. Uh, guys, Dak, is it? Pardon me. Hold on a sec. I gotta get my Google out here. Okay. Right. Now bring it on, dude. I'm ready now. But, I got my video. But like you said earlier, the flower that comes out is going to be a different flower. It doesn't come from the form, right? So they don't, you don't have to go reference your video. You're going to practice, and then whatever comes out comes out, right? Yeah. But what you're practicing in a set pattern form is I go back to the fact that you're you're doing the underlying root. Right. What comes out, you're not going to do the movement 
I agree. No fight looks form, like that. Correct. You're not. But you're going to have the same root and stamp only if you've properly practiced it. And if you can add to that, getting that deep foundation of a yeah. form. Yeah. And you'll have it. And yeah, and maybe in a maybe in a weekend seminar, I teach you two little things to practice in a form. And from that, I'm using the same root. Mm-hmm. So maybe you don't need the six, seven, eight, the 87 different varieties of flour, but you do need those first two. Sure. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Uh, we have 30 seconds left. I What I learned, I, we'll do the final thoughts in a bit, but definitely what I learned here was that I needed to define what I wanted better because <laughs> that's, but again, so I think, again, there's just no point. I don't think, so final statement, Rick. Go ahead. Final Rick. statement, I think... Uh, you want to be better than just good. You should add forms. Awesome. And I think if you only have the X amount of time, we just stop time. So I'll finish my thought here real quick. Cancel. Go away. Uh, If again, most people aren't looking for mass. We're looking for competence. If competence is your goal, forms are useless. So Rick, really quickly. Excellent. That was such a good debate. This is why I love the show so much. God, that was Um, fun. Yeah. Wasn't it fun? (laughs) Oh, so, it's fun. It was we'll, fun. <laughs> we'll, do, uh, we'll do final thoughts in a second, but this is the end of the free portion of the show. So, Rick, please plug your book. And this time when you lift it up, lift it up in front of your face because we didn't see the whole thing. So right now your new book out with obviously the best forward ever written is uh, – Now you so see it. Slow it now down. you don't. Yep. Now you see it. Now you don't. Yep. This is all about uh, – one of the things I see is if you're, you're – the bad guy is going to be often bigger, stronger – you need to find a way to deal with that. Now, let me make it clear, bigger, badder, and stronger is always going to be there. But as a quick example, in old, old Kyoshijin fighting in Japan, when there was a draw by the judges, they took the fighters over and they weighed them, and the lightest man won. Ah, interesting. So I didn't if know you that. can have more skill, you can beat a bigger, stronger person. The problem is when that bigger, stronger person is also skilled. Right. <laughs> Okay, so, but if you want to know how to deal with that, and along with many, many other things that just enhance everything you do, this is the book for you. Awesome. Okay, that's we'll, my opinion. And of course, oh, you wrote it. I hope so. I wrote it. Uh, I would hope so. Where, where can they get that? Where can they get that? Where can they get both of your books from? Amazon. Go to oh. Amazon and type in Rick Wilson. You'll bring up both books. Awesome. So where you get everything forever, you can get there as well. So yeah. Amazon. And also, also on my website, wpd-rc.com, there's a link to books, and you can find all the links to where to get it on there for both and books. That website is a ton of online training as well, right? Yes. You have to sign up as a membership to it. Of course. Yes, there's tons. There's over 300 video clips. Awesome. Well, speaking of memberships, the next part of the show is on Patreon. So if you're only here for the free part, thank you so much for supporting the show. I really appreciate it. Please, please, please share this. I really want to have smart people talking about things and having a discussion. Now, in final thoughts, if you don't know what that is, again, it's on Patreon. It'll be on the super cheap $2 a month tier. It's not expensive. Um, We're going to talk about the icky parts of the conversation. We're like, "Ah, I agreed with you there, but I couldn't talk about that. So, Rick, thank you so much for being on the show. Uh, Thank you for having me. Awesome. Stick around for final thoughts. Thank you so much, listeners and viewers. I really appreciate it. Please share this. Randy King Live on literally every social media you can find.